Welcome to the BU Podcast. BU Podcast. Welcome. Yo, 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 what's going on? It's another edition of BU Podcast. You know you can find me. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are streaming. Go ahead and ter- type and search the BU Podcast and go ahead and take a listen on any of those streaming platforms. You can also watch me on YouTube. Uh, if you type in the BU Podcast, check me out there as well. All right, so we back at it again, and I got another guest on the mic with me tonight this evening in japan yes this evening here in japan hot and humid but i got my man's milky diamonds in the building how you doing man what's going on with it i'm doing good thank you ashley thanks so much for having me on the show i really appreciate it man how are you doing this evening man i'm doing very very well very very blessed a little hot, but that's okay. But I'm doing all right, man. And I appreciate you for coming on as well, as well too. Um, just to give a little bit of background on Milky Diamonds, and I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Milky Diamonds is a drifter. What? Here in Japan, I've never met a drifter. I've this is my first time uh, speaking about drifting ever. Only drifting I fucking know about is tokyo drift and i think that's about everybody's uh drifting background when it comes to uh drifting everybody has seen the fucking tokyo drift movies um <laughs> and a lot of people probably think no, that shit ain't real you know what i'm saying that's all got cg or motherfuckers ain't doing that shit nope this motherfucker right here milky diamonds he is doing it man and uh, if you check out his ig at milky diamonds you will see that he is, and that shit is fucking intense, man. I know. Look, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. If you try to put me behind the wheel and say, "Do go ahead and do that," nah, man. I've been on flipped that car fifty times and tumbled and rolled and crashed and burned. <laughs> look, man. <laughs> this is it for Ashley Wallace on the drip track, brother. So. So much respect to you, man. Um, yeah, dog. Like, so first of all, uh, I think just go ahead and let us know how you got to Japan, um, and how you, uh, you know, got into drifting. Like, how did this happen? Like, I don't meet too many people that drift, so and I'm sure a lot of people don't talk to individuals that drift. So, can you kind of tell us about that? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So uh, we'll do it in two parts. So uh, I came to Japan, easiest way in, English teacher. That's pretty much all you need to do is native speaker or native level and have a university degree and then just pass the uh, interviews and you're in Japan. Yay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I moved here in 2019 to do that. Um, but I actually got into drifting way before that. I got into drifting when the Turco Drift come out. That's when I got into drifting. Um, before that, I was always into cars. And then 
like you know back in london someone actually had a toyota supra next to the house and i knew nothing about it you know um i'm not that old but like back then without the internet and stuff you just had to go to blockbuster and get your dvds and whatnot or go to like your local supermarket and pick up your 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 magazines and stuff so like someone near me had a toyota supra and i'd see it every day and i knew nothing about it i knew nothing about the engine nothing about anything all i knew was that the super badge was written really really cool that was it and i was like oh there's what's this this four lights and it says super like that's kind of cool this must be a cool car anyway fast forward to learning about tokyo drift and uh that's how i got into drifting so i got into drifting by do by watching tokyo drift and then started to search on youtube for like every sort of driving video i could find and i made it to japan by being an english teacher but that wasn't the first time I came to Japan. That was probably my 11th time coming to Japan was when I moved here to be an English teacher. So I had done my research and, and got everything in place prior to me moving here because it's a lot easier that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, most definitely. I know the trip from the UK to JP isn't as bad from the States to JP, but still it's quite a trek and a lot of money um <laughs> i mean were you just like saving money doing work in the uk bouncing back and forth or like how were you expensing it if you don't mind me asking like that because that seems like a lot, a lot quite a lot of work um for something that you wanted to do but basically through that it kind of shows your Hey, your passion is like, hey, this is me. This is what I'm about to do. I'm about to drift. The fuck what everybody else saying or what you know what they doing. I'm about to do this. But how are you? How are you funding that, man? Um, well, first and foremost, back then cars were a lot cheaper than what they are now, like a lot cheaper. Um, and I didn't have a car in the UK, so and I I lived with my parents. I didn't have a girlfriend, um, so a lot of these things all add up to saving money, like you know what I'm saying, and um, I didn't go out in London, like me and my boys would maybe go shisha, or go hit the, the movies, or go play basketball, or you know, go to like your local, your local chicken shop or your local kebab shop, so everything was like low, like low rent for money, like low amount of money spent, and then to try and save more money when I was working, I had like bring food from home sometimes i'd like eat porridge for breakfast and and lunch just to save money like you can buy like a two pound 10 pack of porridge you know and i'm like oh that's my breakfast and lunch i mean not that i needed to have it for breakfast that like my family would like we're not poor like i could have had food at home it's fine <laughs> but like i was trying to like i was trying to be like okay if you want this you got to do it yourself you get me your family provides you with the rent and the bills let's see if you could do something yourself like so like while everyone else at lunch would go out and spend like i don't know 10 pounds sorry while everyone else at work would go out and spend like 10 pounds for lunch your boy would just be in the kitchen just putting some porridge and a little bit of milk and salad thing i'm like oh yeah this is gonna get me to japan it's gonna pay off it's gonna pay off like, <laughs> so yeah so that, that's how i was uh affording it to, to do this like and um yeah, the, the struggle was real. I don't look back at it fondly because everyone seems to romanticize the struggle, but bruv, I would I don't want to do that again. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> no, y'all heard it here first on the BU podcast. Milky Diamonds does not mm-hmm. want to fuck with porridge like that no more. Not saying you will never eat it again, but my man's he went to through tooth and nail to um save up that bread to get back and forth to um you know see out of passion, man. And that's definitely on some you know being yourself, BU type shit because it's like, look, man, hey. I, I'm trying to pursue this, so I need to save money for this. So, hey, if y'all not can't get on board with what I'm doing, then hey, that's what it is, and that that that's that takes some real um, I gotta say, some real grit, some real focus. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people um don't really have that nowadays. I I, I would say, I mean, I know early on in my twenties. I don't know how how old were you when you were when you were doing that the uh saving that money and doing stuff like that. Milky, I think you muted. You might be muted. Sorry, my bad. I was muted. My bad. Um, no, you sure? I no, that's cool. I um started doing that stuff when I was twenty one, but I think the peak time because when i was 21 i was still living at university um so like i'd still like i would just get that that grant money because we um from the uk if you're from a family that, that doesn't make an yeah. x amount of money you can get like grants and stuff from the government to help you um so i still i was still on that grant money to get me to get me back and forth but when i finished and graduated and i was at the peak of working and trying to save money i think i was 23 23 yeah now yeah. I'm 39. Yeah. Just now, 39. to be quite honest out there. Okay. Word up, man. Yeah, and to be quite honest with people, like I didn't have that clairvoyancy until I was like 30 because I was already in Japan at 23-ish. So um, I think I say, I think I talk about this in um, an, one of my past episodes, mm-hmm. if I can recall correctly. Yeah, coming out here in, the, in your twenty stint is is it, it, a it's a slippery. It can be a slippery slope, you know, if you ain't focused. And to be quite honest, when I came, I didn't have that focus. Like I was saving money, you know, I was going hard on AOT salary, and you know what AOT salary is. Like you can't you can't, you can't be going hard on that shit. But. <laughs> But the, but the thing is, <laughs> but the thing is, motherfuckers do, and I was one of them, you know, check the chat, broke as fuck. Um, so the fact that you had that, you know, at 21, I was like, okay, I'm going to say this bread, you know, get to Tokyo um, and do what I got to do. Um, that's dope. I respect, I, I respect any cat that was in like their early 20s talking about like really saving some cash to do something because me uh, all I, all honestly <laughs> bro like i said i was going hard on aot salary bro like, and then like be at the end of the month like oh man i don't have no money like a dumbass looking like a dumbass <laughs> still, like the, but still trying to keep it up. 
the, the first half of the month is like, yo, we living, we living. And then the last half of the month is like, yo, can you spare some change for me, please? Yo, Sazero looks kind of good for dinner tonight and breakfast tomorrow and lunch as well. So, yo, can I go to Gilmer's Super? Have you guys got any sales going on? So can I pick up like some expired meat or something? <laughs> you ain't never lied, bro. So much respect. So you, you were saving money, bouncing back and forth. And now you're finally here. Um, so how long were you in on the LT grind and then into transitioning into now from what I've been seeing on your uh, Instagram, now you're dealing down at the Ibisu circuit. I don't know what's going on with it. I'm sure you're going to be more than kind to explain uh, to me and the people listening about what that is and how it works. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so I I joined up by going to an Ikaiwa. Um, so I was on like the more like hardcore Japanese version of teaching English where it's like you must start at 12 and you finish at 9 p.m. and you will eat a dinner at 9.30 and you will go to sleep at 10 and your stomach will hurt you but that's okay it's not okay <laughs> um, yeah so I was doing that for three years um, from 2019 to 2022 I only I quit my job like six weeks ago I think it's been now yeah I only quit six years so I did three years and I was happy with three years and I did not want to do a fourth um, but like I don't regret my time as an English teacher I really enjoyed it the kids were great um, I was really lucky that the school that I went to had a really really cool manager and I cannot stress that enough like I've heard of managers in other schools still within the company i was with um who were no bueno like just very very difficult to work for you know and they're within their right mind to do that they're the manager they, 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 each manager runs their school differently i just got very lucky that my manager was just so cool and chill and yeah bruv like she definitely made my experience good as well um um, so yeah, so I did that for three years and then I quit my job. Um, I had saved up enough that I wanted to do the drifting and social media and like some media project side hustles as well full time. Um, so yeah, so I've moved up to Nihonmatsu, which is the, the town closest to Ibisu Circuit. And yeah, so I'm trying to put out like two videos a week and trying to work more on my merch sales and, and, and get more merch going. And like, I'm trying to do my Instagram like day one of living at Beach Circuit, day two, day three. And I'm not gonna lie, I am like maybe three days behind. I have all of the footage, I just haven't edited it and done the voiceover, but like, it's, it's still there. It's still, and like, you know, all of yesterday I was editing a video and all of today I was editing a video. Like, I'm just trying to get faster with it and better. And I've got like, I got like four different, I invested some money back into the business and I like got like four different cameras and picked up like a new laptop. So the laptop I'm on right now actually has two screens. So it's a screen at the top and there's a screen at the bottom. So I can see both of us. It helps out with video editing. Um, so like at the minute, like I'm not getting anything apart from just the merch sales. Um, but I know, and 
my girlfriend who's um from New Zealand who's actually in New Zealand right now um she believes in me too and um yeah so that's how that's working so the the plan is to just do more competitions get more recognized in Japan um for my skill as a driver and start making make more content to get recognized on YouTube and Instagram and you know that like the main thing that I see coming out of this it's it's not the YouTube ad revenue that I'm chasing it's more so the opportunities that come from the right people watching and noticing my content and my stuff that's more so what I'm chasing up and what I'm after beautifully explained man that is dope as fuck that you <laughs> that you um have decided to, to, to jump like well you prepared yourself properly of course financially um but they go ahead and drop the stable like well now nah, i don't want to call it stable or not but the the work that <laughs> the work that was bringing you guaranteed dollar money, bills you know, every month to yeah. go ahead to go ahead and um take you to what it is that you want to do you know that's be you called to be you podcast always be you uh, to be you and go ahead and you know go down here to Nihomatsu and then say okay i'm about to do a piece of circuit i'm about to edit these videos i'm about to get my merc up sales and, and and sell and you know run my run my shit run my business in japan and um and you mentioned the support system that's you know awesome you know it's not a lot of individuals that are probably going to rock with you and you know on like yeah i'm about to go drift and and um i'm about to you know create these products to sell of my brand you know for my drifting and things like that and somebody like yeah okay shit yeah fuck with you yeah let's do that you know i rock with that so that that's that's really cool that you do have um especially like your girlfriend you know what i'm saying somebody behind you to you know keep you motivated and keep pushing you man like we all and everybody needs that like you hear a lot of individuals that state that you know the self-maders and the oh i i you know i didn't have no help getting up here and all that you know all that shit and maybe, maybe that might be the case but i ain't never i ain't met too many people that ain't had help to do something you know what i'm saying to get somewhere um so that's dope that you um that you mentioned and you have that so you're now down in the beast circuit um how's that going like like what is it um and what is it that you're actually doing there at the moment hmm. um so Ibisu Circuit is a complex for cars that has seven different courses that you can drive on. Um, you can do, on any given day, you can do a maximum of five courses. Um, so they have like different passes that you can buy. So you can buy like a five course pass or a four course pass, and then you can drift on any of those five or four courses, depending on the pass that you decide to purchase. Um, so I have a gold card, which is like a year-long membership. So you pay for that 
uh, one bulk price for the whole year. And then every time you want to go drift, it's 500 yen, which is just for the insurance, um, instead of being 7,500 yen. Um, so there's a there's a mathematical equation. If you go X amount of times, then you might as well just get the gold card because it works out to be cheaper. So I have one of those. And what I do is, um, currently my car is broken because I have actually i think i yes i i was here for like 35 days and i think i drifted for like 22 days or something like that so that's like the same amount of drifting as you would do in a whole year i did it in less than a month because i was like drifting every day so i understand why my car broke it was a it was a lot of use a lot of you know concentrated use um but my how my day would usually go is um in in the morning i'd go and help out um at my friend's shop and then um after that i'd go and set up my cameras in the car and and make a video um it it can even be a video where i document so just be like oh i'm going to drift this course today let's just document it and i'll tell you my thoughts and talk about it or it can be a video that i've created like for example um let's put some high grip tires on the back of my car and let's see how fast i can drift you know so depending on um how much time I have or what the weather is saying or exactly what resources I have on hand will dictate which video I film either a documenting video or a creating video um, documenting videos are great if you have a large enough fan base because then people just love you for who you are and want to see your stuff um, creating videos are better when you have a smaller fan base because then you're creating content that has a story behind it and isn't just look at me i'm doing this um and then once i'm done with with that for the day when the track closes at 4 p.m i'd usually stay for the next two hours um and either sort my car out for the next day or clean up like my i have like a little area with um, my friend's garage which is on uh, um on a basic circuit um so i even sort that area out myself or you know just talk to my girlfriend and do stuff like that and then afterwards i'll usually come home at like 6 6 30 make some dinner and then i'll jump on my laptop and video edit until like i'm used to sleeping late because of working at nikaiwa so i'll do that until like midnight and then i'll go to sleep but like these days because my car isn't running um i'm even traveling down to tokyo to go to like car meets film some videos i went to one not too long ago um a car meet and filmed videos or, or i'd go see my friends um or i will stay home like i did today and just video edit like do a straight like 10 hour video editing session just try to get a video finished so i can upload it um tomorrow and it's good that you mentioned the support system because i actually finished my video and i will render it and i'll upload it but it will stay unlisted um because my girlfriend's in new zealand right now they're three hours ahead so i sent her the link and she watches it because she is just amazing and honest um and she'll give me feedback and then i'll re-edit the video and then i'll upload it for everyone else to see so that's how i do all of my videos if she watches it first tells me this is good this is bad this is weird and then I show it to everyone. Yeah, so even even though she's doing her own thing in New Zealand, um, she's still finding the time to help me with the video and stuff. And like her her whole thing is, don't worry, you'll pay me back. We're making us rich one day. It's fine. I was like, yeah, I'm there for that.
Yeah, yeah, man. That's what's happening, man. You know, New Zealanders are quite honest, right? The Aussies, the New Zealanders, uh, the English, you all are very, uh, yeah, just bam, you know. You let them know what it is, you know what I'm saying? I like y'all, man. Y'all, y'all some real cool peoples, man. No, thank you. <laughs> Indeed. You know, yeah. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. And, and, and also, I, I love, you know, having you all on the mic. Cause I feel like you bring a little bit more, like you know, make my podcast a little bit more classy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> my, like my American accent, and then it's like people are like we're probably waiting for like the the British individual to jump back on the mic so it can sound much more soothing and 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 and, uh, <laughs> and proper. You know what I'm saying? And, well, and good I'll evening say that and welcome to the BU podcast with your host, Ashley, and your special guest for today, Milky Diamonds. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to find us on all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms. Thank you. <laughs> if, hey, if I start if I start generating income off this podcast as well, man, uh, and I and I use your voice for my new uh, opening, and it, you will get a percentage of, of what I get. Like, it might be because of your voice, your voice doing that that will bring that will bring more people to listen to this platform, the BU Podcast. They can be like, "Ooh, he stepped so, up his production level. What is his voiceover he's got? This is fantastic!" Like, how much did you pay for that? Like, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, bro. We love we love the British, you know, we love the British accents, man. We love it. Um, it is very different, huh? So, it's yeah. surprising. I know, right? Yeah. I know, right? It is it is so different. But it, your, your car is out of service at the moment, which is, you know, um I'm I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm sure you you get on you get on it and get it fixed and whatever you need to get done with it. Seems like you're very experienced with it, so I'm sure it's not too big of an issue, I'm assuming. Uh well, so uh, I'll just I'll just clear one thing. I'm not that experienced with it. I have friends who help me. Like like um like my friends will it will take them like 20 minutes to do this one job. It'll take me like two hours because I'm just like I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try this. In the same respect, like you know, it'll take me X amount of time to edit a video. And they and if they were going to edit a video, it'll take them longer. So we each have our own expertise. But like I definitely need help, and I definitely couldn't do this without the help of the boys. So. Thank you, boys. I appreciate it. Like, um, what actually happened is, um, let me see how I can explain this. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm on. So it's a rear-wheel drive car. On on the rear of the car, there's a subframe, and the subframe holds your your differential. Um, and then there are axles that go on each side, and they go to your wheels. Um, so your subframe kind of is your rear subframe is like incredibly important. It holds up all of that stuff and that's bolted to the floor. That's how it works. So the subframe is bolted to the floor. And what happened was my subframe actually ripped out my floor. So it's a pretty major um, thing that happened. Um, and back in the day, what you would do is you just reshell it. So you'd go get another shell of a car and you take out the engine, the gearbox, the subframe, and you just put it in the new shell and you scrap the old shell. Um, 
we don't have that luxury anymore of the prices being that cheap so we're just gonna weld it just weld it back together and just make it super strong it's fine this car lives at the drift track it's never gonna get shut in it's never gonna see the street it's okay it's fixable um it was just very surprising that it happened and i was like Oh, it took out my floor. That's new. Okay, okay. I guess I'm down and out for a little bit because I definitely can't fix this. Or I can't even ask the boys for help to fix this. They have to fix it. I can't weld to save my life. I tried welding. It looked horrible. <laughs> I would not trust driving a car that I have welded. Not going to happen. So yeah, um, hopefully um, this week or next week, she'll be back and it'll be good. So, all right. I'm happy to hear that, man. And, and thank you for being quite honest. A lot of people aren't like that. Like, yeah, I got this, man. Yeah, I'm like, nah, I need to hope it is helping these cats over here, man, because I'm not good at this shit. And there's nothing wrong with being like that, people, you know? Just let motherfuckers know. You know what I'm saying? Um, so much respect, brother. Um, so can you just kind of briefly tell us how do you drip? Because I don't, like... I, I know you need some basically like sharp senses for the most part and some quick ass reflexes. I know that. But how do you get the movement? How you get it to move like that? And also going that fast. You tell like how fast you're going when you're doing that. And like how do you get it to your vehicle to in in, in control? That's that's the thing that fucking gets me. Cause like I said, I'd be nah bruh. I should be burnt up on the side of the <laughs> I'll oh. probably run out from the bottom of the car before it blow up, man. Like, I... man, so, can you kind of like explain how that works? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so the the easiest the easiest way uh, you mentioned speed. Uh, the faster you go, the easier it is. Um. So essentially what you're doing is you're making the rear tires lose traction. Um, so they start sliding and then you're applying a lot of gas or a lot of forward bite to the tires to get them to spin. So they're spinning like crazy, like you're doing a burnout, but you're moving. So like the easiest way is if you drive in a straight line and you pull the handbrake and you turn the car to the left and then you immediately turn the wheels to the right so you turn it to the left to get your car to start sliding and then you turn it to the right to stop your car from spinning so you can continue moving in the direction your wheels are turning if that makes sense um um you need well I, you can do it in a front wheel drive or a all wheel drive car but it's you the the most common common way is um using a rear wheel drive car um as that's just you know your front wheels have one job turning left and right and your rear wheels have another job pushing you forward um so there's many different techniques and ways to do it the easiest way is um it's essentially a by doing a donut is the easiest way so you just like turn your steering wheel order to the left you know, you put your foot on the clutch, put your foot on the gas, you go to about 5,000 revs and then you let go of the clutch and then your wheels will start spinning like crazy. And then once your the back of your car kicks out, you turn your steering wheel the other way and then you, you'll be able to do a donut. And that's essentially where 
drifting like the, the basics is you start off by doing a donut um and then after that you can move on to doing a, f a figure of eight so you go to the donuts and then when you get to the peak of the donut you turn the steering wheel back the other way to get it to make a eight like this um, and then you can start doing different advanced techniques but that's like the easiest way to that's how i got taught how to drift we'll start off by doing a donut a figure of eight and then you want to next one is drive and pull the handbrake and come to a stop and the last one is um driving a straight line pull the handbrake do a donut around a cone and then drive away um, and then from there once you got your basics done then you can start doing other stuff too um but yeah more speed is easier because you can actually break the rear the whole point is you want to break the rear tires if you're going too slow you won't be able to actually get the car sideways because you're not going fast enough um in terms of like my my speedo doesn't even work so i don't i don't actually know how fast i'm going i can give you a, an approximation um like 120 k's and then i'll start the drift um on some courses you can go you can go a bit fast like 130 um, some 140 um but i personally like having my speedo not working because then I don't psych myself out. Because if I'm there and I, hit, I see 120, I'm like, whoa, 120 is so fast. Oh my God, I'm, this, this is highway speeds. I can't stop drifting like this. This is crazy. Like I'm black, we don't, we don't do this stuff. Like this, this is, this is not us. Like, you know, like our parents start like losing their stuff when they hear the engine or the exhaust start to go. Like, you know, I was like, this, this isn't us. So now that my speed doesn't work, it's great because I'm just like, oh, how fast are you going? I don't know, that 120, 130, but it's just a number that you're making up in your head. So it's fine you know so and plus the moment you start drifting start actually getting sideways um your speed will be out of whack anyway because your wheels are technically continuously spinning they're not actually driving if that makes sense yeah wow wow thanks for that i think i kind of got an idea of it uh just yeah just that alone man yeah, yeah you know what it was a great it was a great trap but i i leave this up to you guys man like you guys got it got it down um you, you you mentioned that you did have a little bit of a crash at some point oh yeah i've, I've crashed on every course at a bc uh you... it's it, it, com yeah, it comes it comes with the territory it comes with the territory like I've, yeah. I've crashed on every single course yeah i've i've my old car no longer exists because we had to scrap it. We had to reshell it because the shell was so bad. I crashed the front, crashed the back, crashed the sides. Um, so they just took the engine and gearbox out and put it into um, another car. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Wow. Um, much respect. Because there's no roll cages in those, like, 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 like NASCARs or things like that, right? Uh, no, no. Like I, I have a, I have a roll cage in, in my car. Ah, uh, okay, okay, cool, good deal. Yeah, you just ain't out there like that. Okay, cool. I didn't see yeah, it. No, I, no, I, I, I have a roll cage. One hundred. There's no way I nah. People, there was a guy who came over, um, a few years ago, um, and he left being paralyzed because he didn't have a roll cage, and his car unfortunately rolled. Um, so it, to be fair, even before that, I had a roll cage, but like, I, I always have a roll cage in my car, just, just for peace of mind, just for safety, just, 
you know, I like to push myself and try to go as fast as I can and as hard as I can. So, you know, I, I get to the edge, you know, so I want to have the safety there. Yeah, have a full roll cage, have bucket seats for myself and my passenger, because my passenger is my girlfriend. Her safety is my utmost concern, you know what I'm saying? Um, have a harness for myself and for her as well. Have a fire extinguisher in my car. Like, as much as I can do, I've done. Like, and also with um, power vehicles as well, if, you're, if, if, you, if you have a car that's through them, um, then there are certain safety requirements that they want you to have, especially if you're a foreigner coming over and flying over to do it. Because for myself, I have a health card. You know, if anything happens to me, I can go get myself sorted at the hospital. It's fine, you know. But a foreigner coming over to do drifting does not have a health card. And, you know, this travel insurance does not cover this sport, this extreme sport. It doesn't cover it. So if you were to get injured, you're in some serious, serious trouble. Like, so... Yeah. Yeah, you just fucked. Okay. Well, yeah. That, well, thanks. That's some very good information for motherfuckers that, hey, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about drifting, you're coming over here drifting, hey, don't come over here fucking around because you get injured. Hey. Oh, you're going to be in a like, whole heap yeah. of trouble. You're going to be in a whole, like you, like, you can't speak the language. And even if you can, like, medical Japanese is a different level to regular conversational Japanese. Like, and then, you're gonna have to pay for everything yeah it probably will be cheaper than the states but still you gotta pay for everything and get it all sorted and they charge you like like so coming from the uk for me it's very it's strange and different to be charged at the hospital um but i assume coming from the states it's it's quite normal like um but yeah like just like it's just i guess one of the most dangerous drift tracks in the world so yeah like at least every Matsuri a car gets what every Matsuri there will always be one car that's rolled it's it's a given it's 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 genuinely a given i don't remember coming to a Matsuri where a car has not rolled like there was a Matsuri like uh in august or middle of august there was a car that rolled like it's 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 a given it just happens he did he didn't have a roll cage but luckily he was a short short japanese driver so he walked away fine but um his car was not fine and if he had a roll cage it probably would have been better but you know so that hundred thousand yen for your life like yeah it's worth it it's worth it yeah it's, so um thanks for telling me how to drift how you do it for anybody out there that is uh interested in getting into drifting potentially um what type of information can you uh go ahead and drop out there for them um the information that i would give because i actually get asked this question a lot on, on my ig as well um is look for any local drift events in your area or in neighboring states or somewhere that you can easily get to is your best way to start like don't don't just you know obviously what i did is different um and is definitely a little bit extreme and back then it was a lot more affordable you know um so yeah these days look for local just events in your area see if there are any facebook groups or if there are any sort of like discord groups or anything like that something that just talks about local events in your area see if they have any beginner drift days or any passenger lap days or introductory days um see if you can go out and 
like go out go out in a drift car or go watch an event or see if you can like hire a drift car for or get taught how to do it by by a drift school as well because it's very different to video games um it might not be for everyone you know you might get motion sick while doing it um it, it's not easy you're not gonna get it in your you're not gonna be like you're not gonna be throwing down crazy runs like you see on you know youtube and stuff like that like like in the nicest way possible we pick what we show you like um so i always try and show my spinned runs or my crashes or stuff like, or wherever i mess up because i'm still learning i'm still trying to get better but if i wanted to i could just take my best runs and be like see look i'm, I'm the greatest guy out here like you know <laughs> so it does take time um but just yeah just get your feet wet just dip your toe in it go out there see what you can do and if you like it then hey maybe start looking at some introductory level drift cars you know 350z or bmw e36 e46 uh a mazda miata or mx5 um if you want to spend a bit more then you know you can get a sylvia or even the jzx but these days they cost quite a bit of money um but yeah that's that that'll be the easiest way in i say for sure the hope that's what's up man thanks for that information if if anybody is out there looking for dr the drift um definitely yeah, get in touch with milky um or uh indulge on the information that he just gave us uh right now um so um uh, we coming up on the 40 minute mark here man and, and you know i don't want to take up too much more of your time in the evening just a quick uh side note man i i was fucking up earlier we were on a live stream and the shit was just conking out and cutting in and out and doing a whole bunch of shit that i didn't think it was gonna do i didn't want it to do uh but i'm in an older house in japan and the internet isn't as stable so i had to switch rooms and get back on the mic with milky and now we're just doing a plain record so I definitely appreciate this brother's patience, uh, especially, you know, um, considering that the time that you use to make videos and, you know, do everything else you're doing, it's valuable. So I do appreciate that, brother. Big ups to that. Um, so you're thank you. For, for yeah, yeah, hanging in there with me with the technical difficulties, dog. Um, but I think I want to go ahead and close by asking three closing questions. Um, the first one is is that like as I think as you can see the name of my podcast is BU, and that kind of surfaced um, from me being here in Japan for the time I've been here and just kind of observing one the culture and observing of course other foreigners that uh, live here as well too, and um, I always kind of felt like especially as you already know the society japanese society itself is not a like okay go out there and be you type of culture race right? homogenous this group you need you need to do as the other is doing to progress through this society properly if you want if you want to prosper pro, pro, the, properly right and and on the other end i felt like i i've run into foreigners that you know come out here and change their persona right because they can't just lie it's an island in the middle of the pacific ocean and nobody knows who the fuck you are so you can you can it's nothing wrong with creating yourself but like like your core how can i say it? you you know what i'm saying like yeah of course i i grew and i changed from 23 to 30 
five, of course. Like I said, 23 to something, I was broke as fuck, you know, balling, thinking I was balling on AOT checks. But now I know if I had an AOT check, like, I wouldn't use it like that, right? But I'm just talking about, like, being you. So, like, what's your what's your suggestion on just, like, some letting them know, hey, this, this is how you be you, you know what I'm saying? And how you stay true to yourself and what you want and things like that. Like, what would you say? Um, I would say that social media is good, but don't get too wrapped up in it. And I'm talking from experience because, you know, my degree in university is accounting and finance. And, you know, I was working uh, like in the um, office industry slash I did like internship at, at an accounting place and you know I was currently on the lookout for an accounting job before deciding to drop everything and just come to well firstly before coming to Japan I moved to New Zealand for a couple of years and then I moved to um, Japan um, and what I found was that I was what looking at Facebook and seeing all of my classmates you know getting a job that pays x amount getting a house you know the first house of their partner and x y and z and i'm just here like trying to survive off my ikaiwa money trying to go to the drift track on the weekends living inside this well i got lucky i actually had quite a big apartment for japanese standards but um you know i'm trying to say like um so I actually deleted my Facebook um, on my phone. So I stopped watching it, stopped looking at it. And then that helped me to stay focused and grounded on what I'm doing and how it looks like I'm just having fun now. But in the future, it's going to be like a little bit of a switch. Whereas, you know, all of my all of my classmates or whatever are like working hard a lot now, getting all the money now. So then they'll spend it when they're older. And I'm like, nah, let me just have the fun and do what I need to do and try. You know, let me try before I hit 30. Let me just try something now. And then if stuff, you know, goes bad, I can always go back to my accountancy degree. It's still there. I got it. You know what I'm saying? And then let me try and make the money when I get a bit older, when I've actually done the passion. Who knows? I'm trying to turn this into the money maker. You know what I'm saying? So my whole thing is just it can be difficult don't get me wrong it can be difficult and it is easy to come off the path you're trying to carve for yourself but if you can just stay grounded it also helps you have an amazing partner like i do that can help you stay focused and grounded um but the main thing is just it'll be all right just just keep it moving i know it can be hard but it'll be all right to just stay stay on the path you carved out for yourself it'll be good as long as you can stay happy healthy have a roof over your head like just keep on pushing, bruv. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, bruv. Just keep on pushing. You won't even know the things that will happen. I swear. I'm talking from experience, bruv. I swear to you. I did not know me taking my trip in 2015 would lead to me, you know, having my girlfriend, having my 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 car here, you know, being able to live here and do this stuff. Trust me. Like you don't even know, bruv. Like so, just just you're good. Keep on, keep on. You get me. Word up, man. Wise words, wise words. And yeah, real talk, man. Don't uh let these social media platforms or um outside voices that especially outside voices that really don't have your best interests um take you off your square, you know. 
be you stay stay to your path and keep it pushing and keep it moving uh you know as Milky just said and the last two questions is kind of together is one thing you really dig about Japan and one thing you can't fucking stand about Japan go <laughs> all right one th- has convenience stores bro I love convenience stores because they're so convenient. I mean, they should be, it's in the name. But like, and like they're convenient, yeah, because they're everywhere. And like, to be fair, like I don't even care about the food. It's not the food and stuff that like really gets me. It's the fact that you can just go and use a bathroom. Like you can just go and just use the toilet. Like that's... Like, because obviously I drive, I drive everywhere. Like, I don't, I don't catch a train or anything like that. Like, I, I just drive everywhere. So the fact that I can, Big I'm never like that. two, yeah, never two minutes away from a bathroom, or like if I'm like, oh, it's so hot today, let me just go get a cool, a cold bottle of water or something, you know, like, or, or even if it's just like, oh, I can't be bothered to like, you know, cook lunch or breakfast. I'm gonna go pick up a sandwich or, or so. but they're just so convenient. Like, they're just so damn convenient um and like i know that because my i'm because my girlfriend's in new zealand right now and she's like oh i just want to get a sandwich or i just want to get like you know like a little chocolate bar or a bottle of water or something and it's like man i miss convenience stores because like yeah there are places you can do that in new zealand but like you can't just go park your car at the front you got like a parallel park or whatever you know convenience store here you just you can go full speed right into a bay like like I don't even I don't even hit the brake. I just put the car neutral turn the car off and it just stops because it hits the barrier. I mean, no, I'm I'm not that bad. But you you know what I'm trying to say. Like you can just turn in there, you're good, you just walk out, like, you know, like I, I do always lock my car because I was born and raised in London. So I'm not I haven't been here that long that I still leave it unlocked. But like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, no, no. And um one thing I don't like um paperwork can be annoying i'm lucky that i haven't had to deal with a lot of it and a lot of it's been japanese friends or my manager has helped me with stuff but paperwork man if you get it wrong you've got to start that whole process again the fact that like there's no this is a process that has been that way for 30 years. We're going to stay this way for 30 years. I mean, bro, like, if you want to go compete at, like, the highest level of drifting, a world-renowned championship, yeah, you have to fax in your information. Fax <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. We, we still use fax machines. It's like... And, like, bruv, fax. Like... Like, I when I was an English teacher, I'd be in the office doing stuff, and I hear the fax machine just go off, and I'm like, "Oh, it's someone from like head office is Hombu faxing us." Like, and I check it, and it's like an advert. I'm like, "What is this unsolicited leaflet that you just? This is my paper, and it's my ink, bro. How are you gonna send something and charge me, char- charge me for your leaflet? Like, what? Like, oh, oh, Kyakusama special campaign. It's like, I don't want this. I don't. Why are you sending this to me? Like, like." This is this unsolicited mail, like, um, or or um, how loud supermarkets are. Oh my god, am I not allowed to think? Am I not allowed to think about my life or about what I'm gonna buy? They're so loud, fam. Like, I recently bought like a pair of um AirPod Pros. Yeah, 
it's like I just wanted to test it in it. So like I um I I I walked in the supermarket and I'm like, it doesn't seem that loud because I'm used to it now, you know, being there for like over three years. I'm used to it now. I put my AirPods in, put on the noise isolation, and I was like, Yeah, I'm surprised I don't have like hearing problems because that is so damn loud, bruv. It's so loud. Like it's just all the jingles and all the noises. And also, why is nothing in the correct place? Oh my God. You'd think, yeah, you'd think that if they got not that I drink coffee here, but if they got coffee here, they'll have sugar and creamer next to it because it makes sense. No, 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 no. We must have sugar in the baking section, which is on the other side of the supermarket. And I'm just like why bruv why i don't understand i, d- I don't understand but when in japan when in japan man in japan, oh man bro. and I, yeah, I definitely agree with, i definitely agree with the paperwork man it's like a horror it's like a horror movie man it's like <sighs> i messed up Oh, and don't even get me started on hankos, bruv. Don't even get me started on hankos, which I think are the dumbest things ever. Because you start sweating you and have go, a heart attack, bro. Like. You can go make a hanko at your local Don Quixote. It's like, are you? Ta- I can go pay five hundred yen to get a hanko with my name on it, or I can show you my passport or my Zairu card. But apparently, it's not good enough, and I need to go get a hanko. To prove I'm who I say signature I am. or a signature, which is, which is, you know, it can be forged, but it's hard. It's much. It's way much. It's way much more difficult. You know, I haven't seen nobody that got my shitty sloppy ass signature. Like I'm like, copy that. Try to mimic mimic that. Like <laughs> my friend literally gave me his hanko to go close his bank account. I was like, okay, and I went there and I said, this is me. Like, how do we know it's you? Here's my hanko. Oh, so, okay, thank you. I'm like. Man, this brother's I'm name so is like, glad like John Smith. Like, <laughs> I'm not done like a John Smith to you. Well, actually, I'm to so them, probably. Hey, hey, Milky Diamonds just debuted it. High toes are nowhere near as safe as a signature or passport or, or whatever. It's digitized, whatever. He just debuted it. That is awesome. Bro, I had to go change my address at my bank. So I literally gave them my residence card. I gave it to them. They can see my photo, my name, my address. They're like, sweet, thank you. Do you have your hanko so you can stamp it? And I'm like, what? Yeah, they want that. They want the hanko, boy. For, for what? I mean, I, luckily I had it on me, but I was just like, um, okay, sure. Yeah, no worries. Here you go. Like, it wasn't even. It's not even an official hanko. Like I haven't got it. Like uh, it hasn't been like officialized by the ward office. But I I literally got it the first day I moved to my school. My manager took me to Don Quixote and we paid five hundred yen to get my hanko. But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Well, Milky brother, man, it was a pleasure having you on the BU podcast, man. I, I really appreciate you uh taking your time uh to sit in here rap me on the mic. Talk about your uh, drifting. Talking about Japan. And uh yeah man your experiences here with it as well too man and also dropping that knowledge for any individuals that may want to get into drifting. But before we go you want to drop your socials real quick brother like your, your YouTube sure. all that you know off the bam. Yeah. 
Sure. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you can find your boy, Milky Diamonds, on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, no, I'm not on Facebook, but I will be uh, soon. Uh, Instagram and YouTube, you know what I'm saying? And my website, milky-diamonds.com. I'm, I'm trying to get the Milky Diamonds. Someone just got it before me and they try and charge me two grand for it. So I got to I gotta figure that out. But yeah, soon, soon. Um, but yeah, bro. Yeah, they, they 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 locked it off before I got to it, and I was like, "Oh, you just wait, you 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 just wait, wait till I get big. I'm 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 a buy it, and I'm a ban you from ever going on my site." But, um, but yeah, you can find me on Milky Diamonds on all your popular socials, Instagram, uh, YouTube. You know, say so hit up my YouTube for for good uh, long form drifting content, and Instagram for short form funny content. Also TikTok as well, um, but I'm on Japanese TikTok, so it doesn't actually do that well, but. Hey, here we are. It's the world we live in. But yeah, bruv, I just want to say, Ashley, thank you very much for having me on the BU podcast. I do really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Um, technical difficulties happen. I'm more than happy to just chill out and, and talk with you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, it was, yeah, a lot of fun. And yeah, bruv, I can't wait to um, show this to my girlfriend so uh, she can listen to it too. Word up, bruh. And shout out to Milky Diamond's girlfriend uh, and listen to this in the future we're not there yet with that being said <laughs> with that being said wherever y'all in the world morning noon and night remember to always be you and i'm gonna head let sam j let you know what the motherfucking is peace we out of this yeah. bye shit negro that's all you had to say Thank you for listening to the BU Podcast. Please, always remember to be you. BU Podcast を聞いていただき、本当にありがとうございます。いつも BU をするのがしっかり。